Hello and welcome to the Clarissa and Mitch Explain Life podcast, the show where we look at life from the point of view of two generations. I am Mitch and I am Clarissa and and we are mother and daughter. So we won't always agree but we hope we will always show how things are now and how they've changed over the years. In this podcast we aim to pick subjects to discuss that are relevant today but we will look at them from the viewpoint of two generations. So whatever you're doing enjoy the podcast and we're always happy to hear your feedback. Hello and welcome back to Clarissa and Mitch Explain Life, um, part, I don't know where we are now, four? Three, I think so. Four? Four, I think. Um, you may have noticed that there was, was a bit of a gap between this and the last one. And that's because uh, herself was off gallivanting in, on a caravan holiday, weren't you, Mother? Yes, I was, but please don't get too... To um, Posh, an, uh, an idea. We were in a little two, very old two birth caravan, but it was lovely, which lovely is gorgeous to get away. Yeah, I, I had such um, caravan jealousy, or just even get away jealousy. Oh, it was so nice to get away. And tell us a little bit about it. Where did you go? Well, we went in all sorts. We haven't been away in the caravan for three years. We're basically camper people, but we gave up the camper about, um, I don't know, maybe five years ago because it got expensive to run and we weren't using it enough to warrant the expense. So we bought, first of all, we got a four birth caravan, which I actually loved because there was so much space in it. But we didn't have a very powerful car. So we sold that, got a good price and got a little baby two birth caravan and we went first night we were by a river second night we were in the midlands in the bog literally (laughs) Uh, then we went up a little bit further north and we were beside a lake and then we came down a little bit into the the best campsite no 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 glen of ahalo all right and then from there we went to what is without any doubt no arguments, the best campsite in the world. And sorry, whoever's listening to this, but it's not open to you. <laughs> because it is my son's back garden. And when I tell you that oh. there is nothing except two fields between my son's house and the sea. Oh, and there divine. we were in our little caravan. Oh, God, it was absolutely gorgeous. In fact, I was very, very upset leaving. Yeah. For more reasons than several. Yeah. So we were away just over two weeks. Uh, We had various emergencies on the way, which I'm not even going to bore you with. And we we left with a slightly unwell car. But God bless it, it laboured and told us it wasn't completely well, but it never let us down. No. And here we are back again. Yeah. And of course, mustn't leave out the fact that we happened to be away during the heatwave week. Yeah. Down in Kerry, which is Down usually in Kerry. cold and bleak. Oh, I mean, we've been there. We've been there in the caravan in weather that we've actually been so frightened. We've had to leave, get out of the caravan and go and lie on the floor in the house. So, God. <laughs> But it was divine. Yeah, it oh. looked lovely. Oh, it's lovely. And because it was so hot, because we had the very slight breeze off yeah. the sea which just made it delicious. 
Yeah, it felt like you were away for months, actually. Yeah. It was yeah. really weird. I it, was weird coming, it was weird coming back because it had been so hot. Mm. Because we'd been away for just over two weeks, it actually felt as if we'd been on a foreign holiday. Yeah, but isn't... It's actually... That's part of the weird thing about it, I suppose, because no one's been anywhere. So when someone does go away, it's like, oh, my God, you know? Mm. Like, mm. even if it's within Ireland. Mm. Um, I have a friend who's in Portugal at the moment... And this actually leads us quite nicely onto what our topic of the day is. <laughs> uh, we're just going to talk about <clears throat> COVID-19 and how it's affected or not affected or whatever way it's affected both of us. Um, we're just going to do a short podcast. We promised ourselves we we're going to limit it to half an hour Um just because it is a topic now it wouldn't have been three years ago it wouldn't have even entered our radar but um travel and covid and everything you know even for you traveling within ireland like in the past two and a half weeks Mm. what did you notice do you know the thing i think i noticed more than anything else now don't get me wrong i mean it's not like we're on the road every every week of every year normally the lack of foreign people. Yeah. It is really noticeable. The last two nights, for our sins, we spent in a caravan park just outside Blarney for reasons I'm not going to go into, but they were personal reasons we needed to be in the Cork area. And we were at, were actually in Blarney for an evening. Did you not, go and kiss the stone? I did not. Would you ever? No, I would not. Have you ever? I have not. <laughs> I've seen it. Have you? Or have I? Did I kiss it with, when we went round with... I can't remember, but I, I gather that the day before we were in Blarney, actually, they, they had just opened the kissings. I've seen pictures on mm. the internet. Like... You must be bloody joking. I won't kiss people, let alone a bloody stone. <laughs> <laughs> but I did notice, now, for, you know, Blarney normally would be absolutely heaving yeah. with foreigners. And it was strange being in Kerry because we've. I don't think we've ever been... Now, my son lives on the ding, on the north coast of the Your Dingle son, Peninsula. my brother. My son. <laughs> Your brother. Um, he uh, On the north coast of the Dingle Peninsula. And we were actually in Dingle buying Murphy's delicious ice cream. I was with oh. my grandchildren. Not a foreigner to be heard. But a lot of Irish. But masses of Irish. And a lot of Northern Irish. We noticed this. You we were in, you were saying Yeah, that. we were in a f- couple of campsites. Which I think is very indicative. You wouldn't normally. No. Um, but Blarney, you know, like with Blarney Castle and everything, it would. Not, I'm quite sure it's normally heaving with Americans and, and as is. And Ryan, I was saying to Ryan that um, I've never been there before when, when the Maharis has been so busy. I mean, it was heaving. It was difficult to drive along the little road. Oh, stop! I can imagine. Between you know, cars, especially when. Bicycles, absolutely. Oh, and the parking. Oh, Oh, good Lord. Beach is black with people. I said it to him and he said, well, actually, it's not as bad as it can be because there's no foreigners. There's no, like, all the people there, vast exaggeration, but all the people were there were Irish. Yeah. And I think this is very indicative of what COVID has done, actually. Yeah. Um, Whereas you would have... 
people perhaps who are staying in Killarney mm. or in Dingle, foreigners, I mean, yeah. with their with their hire cars, they would be coming and they'd be driving around and all, you know, and so it would be even, even more heaving. Even people from England. Absolutely. Why there's am I even that going huge, that far? Yeah, there's yeah. not that huge influx no, of English. Absolutely not. Tell you what I noticed yesterday, which is very uh, just I've just remembered and I kept meaning to say it. Um, I don't know if it's the same in every town or whatever, but you know, in the summer you're influxed with the Spanish students. Oh yeah, there are some in Wexford. Go away. Funnily enough, I passed some a couple of weeks ago, and it didn't really kind of it didn't enter register. my yeah, yeah register. And then yesterday I was driving by the CBS and I saw some, uh, you know, some people going in. And I was like, oh, I wonder what's going on there. It must be some sort of camp. And then I noticed there were kind of a few groups walking down the street and they were very obviously Spanish or Italian, you know, but, you know. Yeah. So it mu- there must be some sort of opening wow. there, which, well, I mean, they can actually come and isolate and then go about their business. They can. You know, anyone can come if they quarantine and restrict. Yeah. But a friend of mine has just gone to Portugal. You were about to say. And um, I was saying this yesterday because I'm kind of a little bit... I've I've gone from feeling sort of a bit of empathy towards people to now, you know, with the anti-vaxxers. Oh, that makes my head hurt. (laughs) Will we not enter that No, we won't. But um, she was, you know, and I, I... I mean, my whole thing about anti-vaxxers, and I'm just going to say it, it's not that they don't get the vaccine because everyone has a choice and no one's made to get it, blah, 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 blah. But I've always said it's the privilege of our being able to have the choice to get it um, and the privilege of living in a country like Ireland where you can go and protest and not be, you know, battened or water washed out off the street and but um my friend was saying that um where she well particularly where she is i presume it's all portugal but she was saying that everything stops serving at 10 p.m at night you have to be home it's a curfew still at 10 30 p.m to 6 a.m the next morning and everything has to be everyone has to be home and gone off the street and they've got army and police patrolling quite right too they now i mean anyone who listens to pat kenny will know this but they also use antigen testing for going into a restaurant cafe blah 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 portugal do yeah oh do they um and pat kenny has been banging that drum oh for where is like o'neill gone from pat kenny, i don't though? know i don't oh, know oh, I'm devastated he's I got his own pet podcast i know but not, he doesn't it's not yeah. the update no i know and i used to live for monday afternoon and thursday afternoon when he'd be on yeah, yeah i know but he hasn't in a couple of weeks. Maybe he's on holiday. Maybe he is. I um, If anyone knows, let me know. Anyway, mm. if he's coming back, like, uh, Luke, if you're listening. Yeah, uh, Luke, uh, <laughs> Professor Luke O'Neill, I'm sure you're listening to this podcast. Please let us know. Um, and anyway. we miss you and we love you. <laughs> anyway, back to... Yeah. Um, I remember... Because it's my, it's Tony's, my stepdad, t- dad, whatever you want to, I never know what to call him these days, but it's Tony's birthday in March, beginning of March. And I mm. remember 2020 and I remember just, bef- no, I remember around 29, it was, oh, it was your birthday and I was home. So 2019, 2020, New Year's Eve. Mm. 
And I remember Anna saying, uh, number one, I remember her, and even Rachel said this recently or before, I remember Anna saying, there's something weird going to happen this year. I don't mm. know what. She felt it in mm. her blood. Mm. And I remember then around sort of January, February, she was messaging in our group, yes. our WhatsApp group and saying, just, I'm just saying to you, there's something going, there's a pandemic mm. on the way, you know, mm. there's talking. So we were mm. like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, Anna's at, Anna is uh, at it, yeah. at it, you know, the, drama queen. Uh, oh, sorry, Anna, if you're listening, you know I love you. <laughs> no, but I do remember no, dismissing her and sort of going poo-pooing her and saying, oh, for God's I sake, I have apologised yeah, so several times to her. So have I. And then I remember the weekend She after. sent me, sorry to interrupt you, she sent me a link to a doctor. I think his name is Dr. John Chapman. And all through the pandemic, he's done daily... Um, oh, your man on YouTube? Yes. The English guy? The English yeah, guy, he's yeah. great. He's brilliant. Yeah. He's quite long, yeah. so you can't really... To begin with, when mm. the pandemic started, I watched him every day, sort yeah. of while I was washing up or something. But... Um, uh, I remember when she first sent me the link and I watched him and I remember her. I remember contacting her and saying, well, I think he's wrong. <laughs> How very dare I? And like, that's the the most laughable thing about the whole pandemic mm. is the anti-vaxxers. I'm sorry I brought them up again, but them saying that scientists and virologists and biologists and epidemiologists, I love all the ologists. You're very good at them. Yeah. But trying to say that they're all wrong, what they're saying, what they know about mm, mm. viruses and pandemics and mm. blah, blah, blah. You know, that's what is so laughable about it. Absolutely. And, you know, not, I'll call them Tim Foilers, because I think there's, there's vaccine hesitants, there's mm. anti-vaxxers. And I think anti-vaxxers, you could put people who won't get their child MMR vaccines, mm. you know, that that's an anti-vaxxer mm. to me. Mm. And then I think you got the child, the Vax hesitant, mm -hmm. another cohort, and then you got the Tim Foilers, mm. Tim Foil Hatters, yeah, and they're a whole league mm. onto their own. Mm. But as Claire Balding rightly said the, yesterday, and I was telling you this, you know, and people say, oh, the the government are trying to kill us off with this vaccine, and <laughs> and she said, why would why would Excuse they me. be trying to kill off all the people who are um co not complicit co complicit, and leave all you lot who are, you know, totally against the government. Why would they want to do that? Yeah, but do you, do you, I know we're going down a road that we said we weren't going to. But beep, beep, beep. <laughs> but honestly, yeah. Uh, we just took a pause there so mum could cough. Sorry, so I'm all right now. Sorry about that. Um, I'll try and cut it. But mm. <laughs> what um, What I find so irritating about the tin foilers apart from everything is they have no logic no they have no logic at all as can be seen in the example that clarissa just gave and like saying things like number one they say oh you can't trust the vaccine it hasn't been tested enough mm. and then out of the same breath they go well these are all going to be dead in five years time so you're saying that it hasn't been tested enough and there's not enough 
evidence on it but yet you you know that we're all going to be dead in five years time but really you have to give them credit they've done an awful lot of research <laughs> they have on facebook Bless and them. youtube and mess whatever <sighs> anyway because i'm just says getting sarcastically yeah. by the way yeah let's go back okay, to what we were so going back, to talk about i remember that we went for that yeah. indian that night yes. just the weekend after the 7th of march 2020 yeah. there was you and dad and me and PJ and Anna Macy. and Ella. No, Macy, Macy wasn't, wasn't there. there. She was. She already gone. Yeah. <laughs> um, was Ted there? I don't think he was. No, I don't think no. so. And I remember Anna coming in with a, a mask on her, and you and her joking with the mask. Yes, absolutely. Hands up. I admit it. Oh no, and absolutely. we all. Yeah. And Anna was saying, "You, I, I mean." I do hope Anna is listening to this because she was so right. She sat at that table and she said, you mark my words. You know, the pan- she didn't say it quite like this, but this pandemic is coming and there's going to be a shortage of food and people are going to be panic buying and all of that came true. Yeah. And it was only the weekend after. Yeah, that's when and it all... <gasps> do you remember the toilet roll? Oh, stop. I've never understood that. That was completely beyond me. But even though I, I never bought in, bought into, even though I did buy into it, even though I never, I was kind of going, oh, for God's sake, toilet paper, mm. panic buying. Mm. I spotted on Pig's Back or one of those deals, um, a 36 pack of toilet roll. And I did buy it. Do you remember that? Yes. And I shared it with you. Yes, I do. I mean, I remember, I think this is, this this podcast is going to turn out as how we felt at the beginning of the pandemic. Because I think it is actually, certainly when I think about it, I can see my thought processes changing so much. But I can remember that you and I went to Gori and I was so upset because there was a shortage of pasta because everybody was buying pasta and rice, couldn't get pasta or rice. But I was really upset because not only was there a shortage of ordinary pasta, there was also a shortage of gluten-free pasta because nobody could get ordinary pasta. Yeah. And so I... Mum is um, gluten intolerant, by the way. So that's why I needed the gluten. And you know what, we all survived. But I also remember just after that famous Indian um, meal when... Again, we have to bow deeply to Anna and say she was right. Then the pan- then the lockdown started. We went, I remember Tony and I, just before the total I'm, lockdown. Sorry, can I just say, mm. like talking to you, your perspective mm. is from someone who is very vulnerable mm. in a lot of ways because you're really old. Thank you, dear. <laughs> <laughs> because you are immunocompromised. Yeah. You have an immune disorder and actually also my medication that's what suppresses I mean, yeah. my immune system yeah. apart from the fact that I'm compromised immunely and there's agedly. no such word and agedly yeah <laughs> god we're making up words today I know but yeah. you know and in fact I don't know why I don't just lie down and give up <laughs> stop it when you put it like that um joke do you remember it was all about keep it cocooning and cocooning <gasps> that remember famous that word. word I loved the word yeah. cocoon but Good grief, people hated it. Oh. You never hear it, no. No. But I, um, Tony and I went, we decided to go for a drive. That's At right. that stage, yes. you were allowed to. And we took a picnic and we took a flask and we thought, right, you know, we're going to go for a drive. We needed, this was before the total yeah. lockdown. I hesitate, I 
quickly say. Yeah. And we drove up to Altamont. We didn't actually expect to get in. We thought that we would be going up to Mount Leinster or something mm. like that and freezing our bottoms off. Um, but we were allowed into Mount, into Altamont um, at a distance. We sat at a table. We had our wipes and everything. And that was our last outing yeah. for the best part of six months, seven months. Easily. And then it was um, St. Patrick's Day and we were totally locked down then. And we hadn't organised ourselves for Tesco shopping. And (laughs) Clarissa and PJ very kindly brought out supplies. They stood outside the door. And it was a big, like, it was almost a joke. We put brown brown paper bags over our heads. I put the picture up on Instagram. Did you? I'm sure I did. Oh, I'm sure sure you did too. With holes cut out. According to everyone else. (laughs) And we, like, there was still that feeling... I'm just going to talk and then I'll shut up. Remembering how I felt at the beginning of the lockdown cocoon or whatever. Mm. And we were definitely the cohort, which has suddenly become a word. Whoever used the word cohort before now. Or cocoon or any of those words. But cohort particularly. And um, uh, do you know, there was a little, it was this sort of feeling of adventure. Mm. Something new. New, exactly. I can't... It's very hard to put into words, but there was almost a feeling of, dare I say, excitement. Like, this was something so new. But I don't think we... I don't think we, the world, thought that it was going to go mm. on the way it no. has gone on. You know, I think the oh, world at that stage, it was like yeah. a little sort three of months, short break of... Six weeks, yeah, three months. Yeah. yeah. And I remember saying to somebody, because if you remember, in March and the beginning of April, we had the most divine weather. Mm. And I can remember saying on several occasions, imagine if we were locked down in October, November. Oh, what about Christmas? Oh, God. And, um, of course, but... um, yeah, I had a little routine going. Of course, we at that stage, we were encouraged not to go anywhere. Yeah. So I had my little routine going. I worked out exactly what 2K was walking around the garden, and I used to do that every day, or well, at least 1K, quite hmm. sometimes 2K. Um, you know, things like that. And I got into the I got into the Tesco home. Well, I, that's okay, but I've done it, but it wasn't a new thing for me. Hmm. Clarissa very kindly filled in the gaps and... The chemist would deliver our our medication. And Tony um, has trouble reading small print. Yeah. And this is all coming back into my head. And I saw on the news that somewhere in Cork, um, the library were delivering books. So I got onto them. The library brought out a big bag of big print books, left them outside the door. It was... There was... It was all new. It was all new. Yeah. That's it, Clarissa. It was all like, oh, you know, we can handle this yeah. because we, if we do this, we're going to get through it. And, and that's so you know, true. And that is how it felt. I mean, I was still working in the nursing home then and mm. it felt like that as well. It was mm. like this sort of, come on, we're, we're going to keep this virus out of here yeah. because, I mean, nursing homes were being hit so badly oh god it was awful and we weren't even that wasn't even when we had started testing regularly or anything but we Mm. were I remember the manager I remember she she held a meeting and um, I said something like you know it's so great that you know we're keeping it out and she Mm. said 
to be honest with you, it's not if, it's when. Keeping wow. it out. And she was right in the end, but... So scary. Um, it was, to me, that was... It was all like, yeah, we all... If we're all compliant, and if we all do what we're we'll told... We'll get through this together. And then... And the if quiet, you remember, incidentally. Yes. The quiet. Oh. oh, my God, it was amazing. If a car drove... We live on a very small road. Yeah. And if a car yeah. drove by, it was like... <gasps> What's that? Yeah. Oh my goodness. And as for airplanes, never heard an airplane. But yeah, so that was March, April, May, mm. and then it all started lifting. Numbers mm. had gotten so low and mm. everything was starting to move. And I was put forward for the hysterectomy, if you remember. And I I actually don't remember having any COVID fear going into the hospital because numbers and cases mm. were so low then. Mm. You know, I had to go for a swab the day mm. before, yeah, all yeah. that sort of stuff. But even in the ward, it was all grand. And, mm. you know, and then I came here. Um, I, I don't remember having... I mean, I know if we went to the shop, you still sanitised masks. But well, I, I still wasn't going. No, we did. I remember going out with you. Because you went to the wedding, remember? The day after I... The day after I... Um, what wedding? The day out, and that was well. We didn't go to the wedding. We no, went to but the you car went park. to the car park. Yeah. I would just like to backtrack a little bit because I am making it sound as if I was all jolly and happy no, and it was all yeah. lovely. It was all right until about the middle of April, and I remember I we got into the habit, which wasn't a particularly good habit, of every evening sitting down at six o'clock <gasps> to yeah. watch the news. Oh. And actually, this is really affecting me, even speaking about it. I can remember so clearly. Leah Varadka, who was um, oh, on Taoiseach at that stage, came on for one of these, you know, speeches. And I, it just hit me mm. in my solar plexus. I think and it I hit us all, didn't it? It was just oh, so... I started crying. Mm. I cannot tell you exactly why, but it just hit me and I cried and I cried and I had this feeling of utter desolation and sadness. As I say, I can, I'm can i actually mm. reproducing that feeling yeah. inside myself right now. I couldn't, I just, I, Tony didn't know what to do. I mean, he, fair play, he put his arms around me and just, you know, tried to comfort me, but nothing could comfort me. That was when he announced the lockdown. Was yeah, it? Yeah, it was. And well, everyone... it was, I can't even remember. No, I do remember because yeah. I think we all just, that was just like, oh shit. Yeah, it was oh, just. Oh shit. Yeah, it, this isn't a joke. This no. isn't an adventure. Yeah. And the the black cloud remained with me and I thought, I can't do this on my own. So I did what I, my Clarissa would always tell me to do. I reached out. And I was put in through the person I reached out to, which is actually family. Well, they're called the Ford Counselling Service mm -hmm. now. I was put in touch with the therapist that I am actually still seeing to this day. And I, anybody who's listening to this who has any, any doubts about talking therapy, throw them out the window. Because to begin with, it was obviously over the phone because neither she nor I could go mm. anywhere. And 
there was a lot of crying to begin with and um as she said to me subsequently because she knows me pretty well now god love her <laughs> um she said to me you know phone wise this is support mm. this isn't therapy we hit on some things which ultimately we have talked about face to face but um she was just wonderful and she got me through that the ang- remember my anxiety mm. i mean uh, and you did too when we were released from the co- cocoon eventually the anxiety i felt mm. um was fairly overwhelming and you just took me by the hand and said right we're going for a walk what outside in public and then we went to Don's stores which was a little overwhelming if you remember I I lasted about five minutes but from there on you know Mm. and I can never thank you enough for the support that you gave me I can never ever thank my therapist I'm not going to name her because I don't think it's very professional she if she's listening to this she knows exactly who she is obviously um (laughs) She got me through that, and there were occasions when I actually had to contact her midweek, and she, you know, she talked to me for fifteen or twenty minutes. And I think that's why I get so emotive about mm. anti-vaxxers because I don't think they have, I, I, they can't have seen the impact on some people that were again I'm going to use the word compliant I hate that word mm. because we all mm. have our own actually minds. I used the compl- word complicit earlier and that was the wrong word yeah. it should have been compliant but it I mean the word is compliant at the end mm. of the day we were compliant with what we were being given what and I don't think the government have gotten it right every time I really no. don't they haven't no government has this no. is on again using a word that we don't we've heard a lot of but this is unprecedented this absolutely pandemic and they I actually think the government have done their best that they can. No, they haven't gotten it right. Christmas was the biggest disaster. And I think (gasps) for me, that was when I started to become more anxious, Mm. more and more anxious. It was up to then. I was kind of just plodding along, going Mm. into work, you know, doing Mm. my best Mm. outside of work, um, you know, supporting you. Being a partner to someone who's in a stressful job. You know, all those things. I found my job very stressful. I had a manager who was not a people manager, Mm. you know, and definitely the the care work, you know, the frontliners, well, care work, I don't, that's another podcast, but Mm. um, I definitely think that's when my mental health started to Mm. suffer was around Christmas. Mm. Um, I, yeah, I found it all very scary. I hadn't seen Macy and I, and going forward, because I, we we said we wouldn't have too long, um, this too long, but going forward, I think that's where the nugget of anxiety is in my belly Mm. because I think it's just like, we just don't know what's around the next corner. Absolutely. And that's what's. Like, as you said, at the beginning, it was all sort of, yeah, we can do this. We can get through this. we didn't know what we no. were dealing with. Any more than the government no, did. Exactly. Any more than the health services yeah. did. Any more but, than... But hang on. The tinfoil hatters Oh, did. God, if only we'd listened to them. I know. Well, I'd probably be dead. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but, um... And I'd just like to say, because we, we're actually 
we said we'd only do half an hour and we're on the half hour now um where are you at now I was just about yeah. to say, where am I at now? Well, I'm doubly vaccinated. Whoopie, whoopie, woo. I have my my um, thingy on my phone. Um, July 2021, to anyone who's listening to back, back episodes, that's where we're at. Yes. Yeah. I am still reluctant to go anywhere where um, where there are a lot of people. Well, indoor dining is just open. So. Yeah, I won't be indoor mm. dining. Now, you can ask me again in about six weeks when the weather changes. Mm-hmm. When we don't dine out that much anyway. Exactly. And when we do, it's usually for a particular occasion. And yeah. I will make sure that I, you know, I do sit, I do still feel very vulnerable because of my immune compromise. Mm. Com- and you should. Com- and I should. Um, for instance, I have actually been invited to a party, a small party next Friday. Suit you, uh, but I'm not going good because um, I, I I would get too anxious, yeah. and I don't think it's a good idea, not necessarily in that order. It's Where... funny because actually, you said to me before we started recording, mm. you know, the cabinet are meeting and talking about the wedding mm. thing and mm. everything. But I actually think I feel safe. I would feel safe if you gave me a choice between going to some an outdoor party mm. with all different people. Mm. Mm. As in, like, say, a confirmation gathering mm. or whatever, mm. or to a premises indoors. Mm. I would go to the premises indoors because I think they would have it more organized, safe. Mm. You know, there's more mm. safety, mm. and I think that's why people go, "Oh, sure, weddings are allowed. Mm. Go ahead, but commune." Mm. But people gathering mm. in someone's garden are not taking precautions. Mm. They have a mm. few drinks. They're using the one toilet. They're in absolutely. and out, passing each other. Yeah, that absolutely. is why. Mm. And I mean, you know, I, I I, haven't actually said I'm not going yet. The person who invited me said, look, you know, you needn't say yes or no now. Just let me know. Mm. I'd love you to be there, but... And I have thought about it. Um, the person who invited me is a very special friend, but... The occasion is not is for somebody who wouldn't be a close yeah, person. Yeah. Um, uh, whereas I do feel comfortable, like um, I have a group of friends, we call ourselves the Four Degrees, mm. because in times past we would get quite tipsy and sing and fool ourselves that we could sing, some of us better than others, and that's not me. And we just got called the Four Degrees. Now I'm quite comfortable going out with them. Mm. Because I know that they are very, com- not perhaps as compromised as me, but they're very careful because they're either, they are compromised or their partners are compromised or somebody in their family is compromised, mm. you know. I feel quite comfortable. And actually, I have travelled in the car with mm. the other three as well. And they're all vaccinated. And they're all vaccinated, yeah. absolutely. Which doesn't necessarily... Yeah, I think you have to weigh up the risks. I do too. And I think going forward, mm. um, I mean, PJ and I are trying to sort out a staycation next week, mm. as you know. Mm. And I, we were looking at hotels and stuff, and mm. I felt, and I feel, a little bit vulnerable. Not mm. personally. Mm. I mean, I don't. I feel vulnerable as a human being at the moment. Yes. But I, I actually put it to PJ that we look to borrow your caravan. Mm. <clears throat> Um, so we're just kind of yeah we're talking mm. about that at the moment mm. and it's not to say we won't go to a pub or it's not to say we won't go and have mm. something to eat and mm. all those things mm. outdoors hopefully mm. but I actually feel I think I would feel 
slightly safer if we were did it that way. Mm. Um, mm. But then also, we have to try and find an element of living our lives <laughs> yes, again. Absolutely. I like Becky and Don and Macy are in England in the hub of what oh. they say. Although the cases are dropping greatly. Yeah, you were saying that. But. They're very sort of, you know, getting their perspective. Their Becky would say to me, you know, it's not everywhere. It's just let it go, and she's very sort of mm, laissez-faire. Mm. That's probably the wrong, yeah, but dismissive yeah. of the fear threat. threat. Yeah. yeah, and maybe I should be a little bit more relaxed. And you know what? I've said it before. There's Dom, who is the manager of a yeah of a roofing company, and he's going all. No, he was off for a bit, wasn't mm. he? Yeah, like. When everything was closed down, but uh, you know, in the last whatever, he's he goes around to sites and all the rest of it. Becky working in the retail, yeah. Macy working in yeah. retail, Kaylee going to school, yeah. and me knocking wood. They kept the COVID out. Yeah, mad. Yeah. So I think we'll right. We'll wrap up there. Um, yeah. We might come back to this as a part yeah. two. Or- you know yeah I think because there's a lot yeah. to talk about but... it's funny when you start to talk about mm. it 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 really brings back memories, memories and oh. feel honestly when I was talking about that time that I broke down oh yeah I, I could feel and to it to me as someone who works with the subconscious mind and hypnotherapy yeah. and community yeah. it was so evident and that's called an anchor remember I've told you yeah. about these anchors before like I've talked about them say you smell freshly cut grass yes it brings a memory and a feeling into your body mm. but again the mm. same and it's probably the same for so many people with mm. the that speech mm. that particular mm. speech where it was like we have to lock down <gasps> nice it was doing just, it again yeah. I'm actually I'm getting the it anxiety it was so right emotive oh. for everyone um, I thought he I must just say to his credit I thought at the beginning of the pandemic, Leo actually handled things. Yeah, I do too. Absolutely to the best of his ability. I, I am not a Fina Gala, but I do think yeah. I felt much safer in his hands yeah. than I do in Michal Martin's But finish. he's more of a personable person. He's also well. a doctor. Yeah. Right, to round off, we've decided that we're going to add so- a little something to that all podcasters seem to do, <laughs> or not mm. all of them, but a lot of them seem to do. We're, we're going to just sort of break it off now um and we're going to start the next over the next few podcasts and we're going to do a this or that question round so i'm going to ask mum five questions now this or that would you rather this or that and then we're going to finish up for today um but we will get another one up before next or by next week again we're going to try and get a bit better at recording even if we're not putting them out aren't we we are <laughs> so mother <gasps> oh god would you rather be infamous in history books or be forgotten after your death definitely infamous would you yeah would you rather be one of the world's leading experts in a single field or be the most well-rounded and versatile person in the world? I would love to be an expert on something. Would so, you? Yeah, I'd lo- I would love it. Ah. Do you not know that? That's interesting. Oh, I'd love to be an expert But you on still something. could. I could. But you're, an ex- you're more of an expert to in something than someone else is everyone's got something probably but i would love to be i would love to know 
a lot about something. Wow. Mm. I've always said that. I can't yourself? Believe. You're an expert in yourself? Not even sure about that. <laughs> Would you rather be stronger than average or smarter than average? Oh, holy moly. Um, oh, God, this is going to sound so pompous, but I'd rather be smarter. I think you kind of are anyway. Oh, I don't know about that. I think I'm good at pretending. <laughs> Would you mm-hmm. rather be the richest person in the world or the smartest person in the world? Oh my goodness. I would actually hate to be the richest person mm. in the world. I don't know about being the smartest person in I the world. I think if you were the smartest person in the world, you'd you would be rich have anyway. A level of wealth that oh, you I want. I think so too. I think so too. Yeah. I mean, look how unhappy the Bessos and. Gone off in their dick shape. Absolutely. Spaceships. I know. For 10 minutes. Yeah. Shame on them. Mm. Would you rather eat a piece of food that was really healthy for you but tasted horrible or eat something that tasted great but was bad for you? You kind of get that with gluten. I do. (laughs) Well, I I don't think I have a choice in this really because I have to eat the shite, oh, excuse me, the rubbish that Mm -hmm. the gluten-free presents me with. But it's jolly nice to be able to eat anything, to be honest with you. True. And it's okay when you cook it. Let's yourself. go up to the ten questions because we've gone. You didn't stop very too long. Would you rather get to witness something once in your lifetime that few others will ever see, or get to witness something once in your lifetime that many others have seen? I would like to witness something that other people haven't seen. Wow. Yeah, definitely. Then I can be really pompous and talk about it. Yeah, well, actually, when I was in... <laughs> right, we're going to well, stop there. That's a nice way to, to end, actually. It's, yeah. it's very nice and light. It is. I think the secret is to answer very quickly. Exactly. Um, we are going to end there because someone has to go and get her hair And it's done. not me. It's me. Um, so, yeah, I don't want Thank to be you. late. Thank you for listening to yeah, our Yeah, thanks our for ramblings. listening. That was I actually hope. good fun, that one. Yeah. Even though it was a really, actually, <gasps> serious topic. Yeah. But I enjoyed that. So, yeah, we'll try and get one. No, we're not going to take the word try out of your sentences, Clarissa. We are going to get one done so that we have a few ahead of ourselves to be able to put one up every week and just be like more professional. The thing is, podcasting. The thing is that life intervenes. Exactly. Listen, have a great day, everyone. And feedback is always welcome, as I've said before. Uh, I might even set up an old Instagram page just so mum and I can both have access to it. Can not all come into my own Instagram. But anyway, we're going to go. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, bye, and thank you for listening. Stay safe. So that's it for this week. Thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you've enjoyed it, please tell your friends and family and share the link. So until the next time, goodbye and And stay stay safe. safe.